Welcome to The Link, Bridging Faith and Life with Dr. Vincent Bacote. Dr. Bacote is a professor of theology and the director of the Center for Applied Christian Ethics at Wheaton College in Wheaton, Illinois. On The Link, Dr. Bacote makes connections between Christian beliefs and our lives and invites you to begin building bridges between faith and life in your ministry, organization, and personal life. Now, let's join Dr. Bacote. Welcome to The Link. This month, I want to talk about something now that we are on the other side of Easter. And to get there, this month's statement of belief comes from my institution. This is from our Wheaton College Statement of Faith. This is what we say about Jesus. We believe that Jesus Christ was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, was true God and true man, existing in one person and without sin, And we believe in the resurrection of the crucified body of our Lord in his ascension into heaven and his present life there for us as Lord of all, high priest and advocate. It's particularly the part about the resurrection that I want to emphasize. This may seem to be one of these obvious things, something that you have heard before, but there's an important implication that I want to emphasize. The resurrection of Jesus means that Jesus really is the Messiah. It is God's vindication of what he said. It, is the, it tells us the truth about the fact that he really is the one, the only one, that God has sent to make things right in the world. No one else can do it. No one else needs to do it after he did it. So he alone is the Messiah. He's the only true Messiah. Now, you might hear me say that and think, well, that's obvious. I've heard that a lot. True. But there's a problem. Even though we know that Jesus is the only real Messiah, the only true Messiah. And here's the problem. Jesus, as this statement has said, ascended to the right hand of the Father, which means we do not see him in front of us. And sometimes, I think, because we don't see him, there can be the problem of looking for something closer to us that we can treat like a Messiah. Or, honestly, things that present themselves to us as competing Messiahs or alternative Messiahs. And it can be anything in the created order. It can be things themselves some part of creation. It can be trees. It can be your lawn. It can be what we do with the creation. It can be your home. It can be things that we do in the creation of things that we have produced, like institutions. So a person can want some institution to be the thing that does it for them, whether that is the company that they work for, or whether it's the school that they attend, or whether it's some other kind of organization connected to something that they really care about. They may want it to be the thing that helps them to have this sense of salvation in a way. Or it can even be the things that God has given us. It can even be our own gifts. Or it can be other characteristics about us. We can be tempted to look in the mirror and think, you're really quite good. You can save yourself, actually. Or... It can be, if you're someone like me who's, you you read about different people who said great things about theology and said things that are helpful, you can sometimes think that a great figure whose writings you like or whose words you hear, maybe, 
you really like it so much and you find it so helpful that you're tempted to think that you might not say that they are a messiah but you feel like they're just a little bit beneath jesus and so you really do sort of rest in everything that they say or you rest in certain things that they say and here's the problem all of those things will fail us they'll all fail us the challenge though is that because they are close to us we can feel like maybe they're really giving us what we really want, what we really need, a certain kind of deliverance that we desire, a kind of deliverance that will give us the life that we want or at least part of the life that we want. And part of the reason why this is a challenge is sometimes there are things that get delivered to us, experiences that we have from something that we enjoy or from maybe the political party that is our party or from some success that we have related to work or to a hobby. And when we have the great moments, peak experience moments, maybe we can think of those things as almost near messianic type experiences. In other words, the thing is delivering to us something we think is almost like a an experience that is saving us, bringing shalom to us, in other words, where everything is the way that it's supposed to be. We can feel like that is what is happening for us. And when we do, and if it happens more than once, we can start to think, you know, I kind of like this. And we might say, yes, I worship Jesus, I go to church, etc. But our life says that those things are really the things that we are expecting to bring deliverance to us, to bring ultimate deliverance to us. I think it's very important for us to just be honest about this, to be honest about the way that things we like, things we enjoy, things we find helpful, that these things can be so good to us sometimes that we really begin to think you are really saving me and if and i think the important thing about admitting that is hey admit that great things can come from what god has made from what god has put into the world whether it's something from the creation itself and we think oh that experience of that thing was so transcendent it was awesome, or things that we've made from what God has put into the world, whether that's political parties, whether that's institutions like the college that I teach at, whether it's sports teams, whatever it is, that we think those things, or we admit that those things give us such an ultimate experience sometimes that we're like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really, in, in this moment, believing that this is the thing. It's just so awesome. And when it's just so awesome, we think, you know, if the world could just be like this all the time, then everything would be the way that it's supposed to be. Here's the problem, though. None of those things can deliver for us what we ultimately need. 
And none of those things are enough to make everything in our life and everything in the world the way it should be, the way it's supposed to be. None of them can do it. And because none of them can do it, here's what's going to happen. Even the best thing, let's say that you have had only good experiences with the political party you like. In other words, hey, they, they've earned my trust and they deliver for me. Or maybe things have been great for your job. This this workspace is almost like a heaven on earth, earth workspace. Some people may actually really believe that. That may be their experience. Or this hobby, when I'm in that hobby, it's the greatest thing on earth. Or, or maybe the great meal or some other great bodily experience. When that happens, then it's heaven on earth. What's the problem? The problem is one, the experiences can't be sustained. And two, that eventually they will fail us. And sometimes they will not only fail us, they might even devastate us. And when we do that, we're going to see that in the end, they were not so messianic after all. So what's my point here in this podcast? My point is this. Let's remember the great truth that Jesus is the only Messiah and we should only expect him to deliver what Messiahs can. And let's also admit that God has put into the world things that make it really potent and sometimes really enjoyable. And also that sometimes that enjoyment might lure us into having our gaze turned away from Jesus as the ultimate truth and ultimate Messiah and turn to those other things as being ultimate. But instead, here's what we should do. Keep penultimate things penultimate and only make Jesus ultimate. This has been The Link, Bridging Faith and Life with Dr. Vincent Baycoat. If you would like to connect with Dr. Baycoat and discuss today's episode or linking faith and life in your ministry or organization, follow the link in the show notes. Fill out the form and we will set up a time to connect. We hope you will join us next month for the next episode of The Link. Thank you for listening.